Howdy, hobos. How's it going? You made it. You're here. This makes me so happy. My name is Mark. I'll be your camp host today. Welcome to Hobo Safe Camp. Uh, you're going to want to grab a seat and you're going to want to get in close for this episode. We are joined around the virtual campfire today by Courtney Smith. Courtney's an artist, an adventurer, and just an all-around cool person. You can follow her and you should follow her on Instagram. She is at creep underscore in underscore whispers. And while you're at it, while you're there, follow me at tincan.telephone. And also you should follow this podcast Instagram page, which is at Hobo Safe Camp. Why not? You're there anyway. But what Courtney's going to talk to us about today is her travels through life and what it's like to live in a coal town, uh, how to covertly care for a bunny on Murder Mountain, and how the end of an era can transform into a beautiful start. Oh man, I had, had such a great time talking to her. And I really hope I get a chance to talk to her again really soon um, when we have a little bit more time in our schedules. Uh, I had to cut it a little bit short. I had to go run some errands. Just the time we had, uh, both had available. Just a short amount of time, and I just can't wait to talk to her more. It's going to be awesome. She's just so cool. Uh, but before I get started, I want to talk to you about Open Lines Radio. And I hope you've been listening to all the amazing content by all of our contributors um, here on Open Lines. I think it's safe to say that you will not find such a diverse collection of independent content anywhere on the planet. Maybe somewhere out in the universe you can find it. I'm not going to say that Open Lines Radio has the most eclectic collection in the universe because who knows what's out there. It could be pretty eclectic. But here, right here on Earth, on this planet, come on. You have to admit it. Open Lines Radio, we take the award for providing you with raw, unfiltered, real voices. You know it's true. You know it is. Listen on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and pretty much every podcast app. Just search for Open Lines Radio. We are out there. Uh, also, be sure to check out all that Open Lines Radio has to offer by visiting www.openlinesradio.com. From there, you can browse the many shows. You can feel free to donate. We're sovereign, which means we have no sponsors, so we rely strictly on your kindness for survival. And if you are someone who produces your own independent podcast, or you would like to, and you would like to broadcast it on Open Lines Radio, please email openlinesradio at gmail.com or follow Open Lines Radio on Instagram at openlinesradio and send a direct message. Okay, let's get to Courtney. That's why you're really here. Not for this mumbo jumbo. She didn't have the greatest Wi-Fi connection, and there are a few seconds of digital interference, but it all worked out pretty well. And what do you expect? She was calling from a ghost town in coal country, Pennsylvania. We're lucky we got her at all. So, all you beautiful radiant beings, put that tin can telephone up to your ear. The line stretches across vast distances of time and space and peace and love to reach your beautiful soul. Don't let it be for naught. Courtney Smith, ramble on. I'm just a rambling hobo, I ramble all along, I'm just a rambling hobo, I ramble all along, ain't got no one to love me, no place to call my home. There's a little writing patch out here that's called like the Black Desert, and all that it is is just dirt <laughs> and coal it's cold colder like it's black dirt yeah yep yep dirty dirt and coal <laughs> i got here <laughs> wow i never really considered i thought about like what the land would be like around coal mines yeah it's it's not very fun i mean but like the farming like there's so much farming around here too but honestly like the town that i live in is just like a dirty little dusty ghost town um, it's weird so like being able to get out of here like I, I like I said like I left in 2014 
I and my roommate, we both worked at a local bar that I basically spent my whole teen life in. So uh, the bar that I worked at, or still do, it's called Trippin' Billy. And I started there when I was 19. <laughs> and I'm now here, right? And I'm now going to be 29. So, like, off and on throughout the years, of, I just dedicated my, myself to that place. So. It's been, and we're finally closing now too, which is crazy because I was on my journeys all over the place. And then uh, I came back last year and went back to the bar because I'm like, yeah, what else am I going to do? This would be fun. And now somebody like bought the building and all that crazy stuff. So I'm just like, oh my God, it's an end of an era and I don't know how to feel. (laughs) What do you think it is that keeps pulling you back there? I have no idea. (laughs) I have. I have no clue. I guess I could, like, pull that. It's like, oh, it's the family card. My, my mom's here. <laughs> I don't know. That's a big I card. I guess just, right? Yeah, but I guess it's just, it's the way that the wind blew me back here. Because my, my boyfriend, my boyfriend's also from here, too. So we've just been on these crazy travels and just made our way back. We've been here for a year and a half, <laughs> which is okay. Okay, home is always going to be home, but I want to get back out. Like I definitely want to escape back out into the wilderness somewhere. Out into into the even more wilderness from where yes, you are. Yes, yes. Put me back. Yes, I might put me back into California woods. That'd be great. That was an experience and a half too. What was what, when was that and what was that like? Oh my goodness. Um. So I mean, like. Get my years right here. I think it was two. Was, was, no, not just last year. Look at me go. I guess 2017. I was able. So I left Denver at this point. Leaving Denver, <laughs> and I was able to go out to Northern California because my boyfriend had gotten a job offer out there, and I was able to go around. So I literally packed up my tiny little car with my dog and four big bags of clothing and literally just meow, took off and drove 24 hours straight. Cause I didn't have air conditioning. <laughs> oh. So I was just like, I gotta get there. I can't stop. I'm going to burn. <laughs> I'm going to melt. With the desert. <laughs> so it was, it was an adventure. So I was just like, all right, I'm going, got some snacks, stopped at a couple gas stations. <laughs> and I like made myself stop at like some cool rest stops just to like oh look it's body of water and then a really big rock and take a picture okay i'm get back in my car i'm driving <laughs> yeah i literally 24 hours straight from denver colorado to uh around like willow creek uh northern california it's like and boy i just about I was out of my mind of what I got there because I literally, like I said, just drove straight 24 hours because in my head I was like, okay, hey, I got to go. I got to get there. This would be great. I can't stop. I don't know anybody on my way. So, <laughs> And I was hoping that my phone didn't poop out on me or something strange happened where I'm like, oh, I lost my phone. Don't know where, it, where what state it is in. <laughs> but, yeah, that was that was. Oh my gosh, I don't even know. That was so exciting, but it got to the point where I was basically delusional. (laughs) And I left Denver at 11 at night and got to where I needed to be at 11 at night the next day. So by like 9.30 at night, I was mentally slipping. (laughs) Yeah. Because I remember... I. Being on the phone with my boyfriend, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" He's like, "What are you? What are you doing?" I'm like, "I don't know, but I'm driving." He's like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "I literally am seeing the jolly green giant roll across <laughs> next to the highway where it's just like nothing but a mountain, and, you know what I mean? A long drop and then a body of water, and I literally thought I just seen like this big." giant leafy man coming up over the guardrail and I was like oh my god he's gonna take me he's gonna take me um and then the predator predators like coming down from the tree line and there's like Jason Voorhees and I just literally was like I I need 
I need to sit down. <laughs> and, but I hope I made it. So by the time I made it to the little town that I needed to be in, my boyfriend met me. And instead of me being like, oh, my God, I haven't seen you in a month. I love you so much. I just looked at him. I'm like, where the fuck am I? <laughs> oh, he, he was already there? Yeah, so I got to I met him out there. So yeah, he was he was at Denver with me for a bit. And that poor boy has been all over the place because of my me too. So he lived here in Pennsylvania and then when I went out to Denver, um we weren't together for a little bit because I did that whole thing like I just need to find myself and go on an adventure. So it's just <laughs> it's just crazy. It's just well, I'm all over the place here, but it's just been an adventure for sure of me just like waking up one day being like, I'm totally not happy here in the place that I only know St. Clair and then had this grand idea of Denver and it played out that one of my good friends that was already out there, I just messaged him. I was like, hey, how's life? I'm like, how is it out there? I'm just curious. And he had a room open. So he's like, if you and somebody else want to come out. And the girl that I made really good friends with that we both bartended, her and I were just like, screw it, we're going. So we, uh, her name is Allison. So Allison and I saved up basically less than $2,000, packed up our cars and my van, and we just took off to Denver. And then did our thing out there and it was wonderful all the the people and the gosh the food the food is wonderful and the mountains and oh colorado is just wonderful and then things played out perfectly after our lease was almost up that she was she found like the most wonderful boyfriend in the world and she wanted to move in with him and my my boyfriend and came out to Denver for me and then like got the job offer in California so he went out there and like I said I was able to go out then so everything just played out perfectly so that that June <clears throat> I left for California <laughs> and that was boy an adventure the hard hard work on a farm let me tell you <laughs> oh you're working on a oh, farm sorry if you hear my dog she's uh She's playing with her squeaky toddler. Uh, dogs are welcome. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, Sarah. Yes, I have a, a white German shepherd, and she's such a baby. Such a baby, but she's been on my journeys, too. So she's been all over. She's been in Denver. She's been in California. We do that van life, too. <laughs> nice. So exciting. I have a, a, a 12-year-old German shepherd on the... Who's a just a rickety old man oh. right now? <laughs> yes, sir, sir. She just turned six this past January. She's the thirtieth of January, do believe? Yeah, yeah. She's the thirtieth. <laughs> nice. She's so Still cool. Full of life. Yeah, yeah. All the life. She acts like a puppy. She looks like a puppy. She was the runt of her litter too. So she's she's a little baby. She weighs about like. 65 pounds, if that. <clears throat> a little lean machine. <laughs> so you're working on this farm in Northern mm. California. Okay, so. <laughs> I all make, there we go, first circle back. Woo, there we go. Okay, so I made it. <laughs> <laughs> and so I finally make it there. I'm out of my mind. And I get to where I need to be. And my boyfriend's like, okay, follow me, go down this road, whatever, make it to home base. And in my mind, because everything's dark, and I just see shapes and, you know, silhouettes of things. I'm like, I'm in the middle of nowhere, and I feel like I'm in Shrek Swamp. I have no idea. And he's like, Court, you just, just go to bed. When you wake up, it's going to be so much better. I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you came in in the dark. Yeah. So you get to wake yeah. up to a sunrise so, to a brand new place. Yes. And just, oh my gosh, the, the, the moment I woke up, I was like, oh, the sun's out. All right. So I like opened the back door to the little cabin that we were staying in. And oh my gosh, it was beautiful. It just, 
the brightest greens and the sun and the mountains. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, I made it to heaven. <laughs> it was so it was just surreal. But just being out there is just oh, it felt so good. And just I don't even know. I just I, I don't know. <laughs> the words are indescribable. But we got to work on a farm and it was with the Mary Jane. So it was even more awesome from going from like a legal state to another state that by the time that we got out there, they had just passed for legalization. So a lot of the farms were going through all the different changes and stuff out there. So it was super interesting. (coughs) Sorry. But yeah, I, I got to, I got to, wow, just, Got to learn everything about the little plants, just from the seeds to properly taking care of everything and knowing the hours of a, of a greenhouse. And, oh, it's just so exciting. So exciting. And like when it comes time to like pruning those ladies, you feel like you're hacking a really bad haircut. I'm like, I'm so sorry for taking <laughs> your leaves. I need this. This is for you and I love you so much. <laughs> Right. I spent a year in a green, a couple of greenhouses myself, so I know. Uh, it's, it's just so insane, but it was just like, what an opportunity, really, to like, like I said, like I went from this crappy Pennsylvania that it's just like, oh, they're terrible here. It's just no for everything. Oh, this? No. <laughs> yeah. Good things? No, coal. Just coal. <laughs> coal and beer. It's all that's here that's pretty sure here in like the county that I live in the DUI rates are just skyrocketed compared to everywhere else in the world I feel <laughs> but that's all there are it's just grumpy men and gross things <laughs> yeah don't you think it's don't, don't you think it's weird how how alcohol is legal but cannabis isn't in most places yeah it's just it's like insane to me because it, there's the benefits there compared to something that just makes you feel a certain way or like it messes with your brain, you know, like not a, you can't function right. <laughs> after a while. Nobody, nobody in the world that takes that on a whole bottle of whatever vodka can't tell me that they're they're completely sober, that they have the con- control over what the heck they're doing. Yeah. Like, third speech even. Heck, it's like you can even get a whole thought out when you're like the right. popcorn. But <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. It's like like this this town that's all that there that there's nothing to do. There's no uh, I don't know. Like I'm I'm two hours north of Philadelphia, so it's like oh there's an escape there to go to the city or do something. But a lot of people here don't don't take the time to travel. They're like oh, an hour. Ooh, I don't want to be in the car for an hour. And I'm like, geez, being out in California, we have traveled two hours to get to the cove. So uh, to be, being in the car for however long, doesn't that doesn't bother me anymore. So I'm just like, leave your houses, people. You got cars. Oh, like, go somewhere. <laughs> but no, but like, again, like, it's just so crazy. It's so crazy. <laughs> so you go from Pennsylvania to Denver right. to California. Yep. And then how do you get back Here we go. Yep. to Pennsylvania? Okay. So we when the the season was over, so we left closer to Thanksgiving. Actually, I think we, we skedaddled out of California the day before Thanksgiving. Went back to Denver just to chill out with all of my friends and just relax. So I think we stayed there for almost a month, actually. <laughs> just couch surfed at my buddy, my buddy's house. I cleaned his house. Oh, so called him up. I'm like, Tyler, on my way back. I'm like, I'm going to clean your house if you let me stay in here. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I don't care. But he would have let boys. you stay anyway, but <laughs> he's, he's going to take the clean house, too. Yeah. Yeah, no, they were just, you know, you got some of those friends that it's just, just like, oh, your house needs some, some TLC because it's all a bunch of dirty boys that live together. So I'm right. like, here come, <laughs> small, um, I'm coming. 
clean your house. Thank you. <laughs> so that we stayed back there for like I said for like three weeks, and that was exciting because it was closer to Christmas. So we got to uh, enjoy the little festivities around town and like went to like a German market and eat a bunch of delicious food and just chilled for a bit and then just traveled back to Pennsylvania just to. Uh, Kind of like regroup ourselves and figure out like what's the next move because we hadn't we had nothing going on, and with a nice uh, chunk of change that we had made just from all the, the crazy work on the farm, and really like, oh, we do because if it was in Denver, it probably just would have been all the money, you know, and like half it's gone, like just like that. It's so expensive to live out there in Denver. And it sucks because it's so pretty and it's wonderful. And I feel like I breathe so much better out there, even though I'm you know, at the altitude and stuff. But it just feels good. Like, there's just something about Colorado that my whole like being is a little bit. But, um, so just our travels back was, like I said, just come home and regroup and check out our next move. So we, uh, when we did get back here, another friend of mine was like, oh, since you were out there, cause, like we'd post pictures and stuff and everybody would follow us and stuff. would be like, oh, wow, that was so awesome. Where the heck were you guys? Well, one of my friends, when we got back, had a buddy that lived in Maine that was trying to do the same ordeal that we now in California and that was it was just starting like the whole like getting your car and like being able to grow and whatever the heck so we took the opportunity and then we went to Maine for a very short stint and we got like our PO box and had a little place set up and stuff like that but I like my my life is just full of like crazy incidents so the guy that we were going up to meet we meet up with him he's like taking us all over like portland like just showing us places and all the cool sites and stuff and this guy was to be like a possible like partner that we were gonna work and as like the day goes by he gets a phone call because is uh like housekeeper is his uncle in another state he just he couldn't get a hold of him he couldn't get a hold of him and said he'd go to his house to turn on him and lo and behold his uncle had passed away so here my boyfriend and i are just okay we're, okay we're like we're in maine now let's try and see what we can do up here here's our luck possible boss guy and then all of a sudden he's like my uncle just died I don't know what to do thank god you guys are here and we're just like traveling around with like him and his minivan and his little babies with us and I was just like oh my god he's like what do we do what do we, what do we do I'm like this grown man just had a pullover and he's bawling his eyes out oh my god this is long ago so with all that that kind of he just it, just an odd spot with the loss of his, you know, his uncle and everything. And we had to come back to Pennsylvania. My boyfriend's also in a reggae band and they had a show. So when we came back, my van died. How about that? Like my transmission just starts slipping. And I was like, no, I'm like, are you kidding me? So our van broke, and we never made it back to Maine, and the guy that we were supposed to work with just kind of fell off, too, and I was just like, well, that was an adventure for nothing, but for, Not for nothing. things, I got I got some good lobster. Yeah, no, but I got some good lobster. So, again, it was just another adventure, but I was like, oh, my gosh, what just craziness. Right. Just craziness. It's just like we get up there, we're like a new place, like, seeing stuff like getting all excited and then this this poor this poor individual's uncle passes away and like we're with them and we just oh and it was like a big biker dude like uh, a big tough guy and just breaks down just breaks down in front of us and we're like 
okay, okay, I'm like, gotta be here for this guy right now. Hopefully, he, you know, keeps himself together. So we were like, background for the weekend of like positivities and like just reminding him like hey it's okay don't it's all right things will get better and i guess that that's all he needed though is just to get just that little boost to the weekend that he wasn't alone and he had somebody to talk to while his brain's like going a thousand miles a minute so what if the whole purpose of your adventure to maine was just to be there to help that guy through that for that that would have been awesome. I'm like, if, I, if that's where, well, I guess so. I mean, that's where exactly where we were supposed to be at that point in time. So, yeah. If, if you know what I mean? If, like, just being there comforted that, that individual enough to just get along with his day and stuff, it's fine by me. That's what and we were supposed to be there for. Yes. Yes, and we collect skateboards, too, so we took the opportunity to just go on let go and be like, okay, who's got a skateboard? What what can we find here? And we picked up this awesome Supreme board. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So it was, it, it was awesome. It was a good experience. It's cold up there. Yeah. It is chilly, and I was in there in May. Like, I'm like, oh, May. May is supposed to be warm. No. <laughs> no. But the people up there are super nice. Yeah, that's what I've heard. <laughs> and now you're now you're attending bar in a ghost town. Yeah. That's and the and the and the bar is about to close. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's the that that's that's uh, kind of signaling a new adventure, right? Yeah, it totally is, and that that one's just an awkward moment too, like all on its own. So the only reason why. Trippin' Billy's is closing, is so next door to me, um, establishment had bought our building, which is cool, which is great, because my owner, my owner's had this bar since he's like 25, 26, and, he's, and now he's 35, so just that, that alone, I'm like, I'm so happy for my boss to finally like, Hey, you can go off into the world. I'm like, go on, get on with yourself. Like, go find something cooler. Do something else, you know? Like, if you want to do another business or something, like, hey, we're behind you. But I hope, I hope he takes the time to, like, to get the heck out of here. Like, go see the world. Go somewhere else other than Pottsville, St. Clair, Pennsylvania, whatever. It's just, it's just such a drag here. It literally is like a dark little rain cloud over this town. Well, you know, I've, I've looked at your art and it's pretty like you've got some pretty badass art. So like it's 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 at least like giving you something. It's giving like you're pulling something from that energy of there. Yeah, it's so funny because a lot of times people are like, "Why don't ever, why don't you ever paint or like draw something like cute like a flower?" And I'm like, "No, everything's weird to me." <laughs> <laughs> Even though if I did draw a flower, I'd probably have like the most pointy thorn on it or something strange like that. But it's weird. It's funny because, like, I don't know. I guess some people are like, it looks like Tim Burton. Or, like, I've gotten Ralph Stedman before. And, oh, I love that because his, his artwork's fantastic. But I guess just for how strange it is the, the next person, they're like, oh, it's, it's horrific. And I'm like, yes, I love it. <laughs> it's creepy. It's so creepy. Most of my stuff's creepy. It's all, like, eyeballs and weird wrinkly skin <laughs> just yeah, that's what, creepy that's what's things cool. I don't know. that's what's cool about it like I can look at a picture of a flower and if I want to see a flower I want to see someone's interpretation right. of that flower you know yeah that's I don't know that's and it's funny because like I'm I'm a very positive bubbly person and full of like all the good advice you know like oh everything is fine everything will be okay here's the hope and like Good energy, good vibes for everybody. And then people are just like, but you did your artwork. It just like doesn't go hand in hand. Like, <laughs> you're a bubbly person. It's all like gruesome all blah, blah, and I'm bloody. <laughs> well, you're multifaceted. Yeah, I'm like, that's just, that's just my brain, scatterbrain, <laughs> tell you about five different things. Come back to one subject again. You know, I... My mom, she just let me go when I was little. Like, she would always set me up with 
paints and crayons and silly putties and play-doh or whatever and I used to play checkers against myself when I was little like and she would just let me let me just be myself be my little kid self in my own little you know my own little Courtney world and doodle and draw and she even told me like I didn't even know what hand I wanted to write with because I would teeter-totter between my left and my right hand so now I have equally shitty handwriting in both hands so (laughs) say thanks mom but thanks mom (laughs) and we uh we lived in the woods basically like we lived in St. Clair but we were kind of like in the boonies of the little town so our our house is like tucked away a little bit into the woods so if I was little I just my backyard was the woods be like see you goodbye hope you find me later you know, it's like three o'clock and you hear mom yelling for you in the distance. Like, Courtney, I got crap. I got to get back. Got to get out of my tree hut. <laughs> but that that was always fun. But my mom just, she's so great. Like, she just let my imagination go. Like, when I was little, she's like, always believe in, you know, the outworldly things or, you know, like fairies and witches and stuff like that. So thanks to her, I'm like, I'm. I'm like the strange being who I am today, and I'm like I believe in all the things. Oh, that's cool. All the things. That's cool. I think you yeah. should believe in all the things. Anything is possible. Yeah. All of it's true. It's true. <laughs> it. Yeah. I'm like there is just, and I just remember there is this one pine tree at the bottom of our yard that just always had like the most creepiest vibe. Like there was always just somebody or something watching you by this tree right am i uh, and i just just the crazy dreams that i'd still remember having as like a small child is just i don't know why or how i remember them but i do so with that that creepy tree i just remember being a really little kid and i dreamt this i saw this i don't know what but i just vaguely remember Looking out my one window when everyone was asleep, like a guy, and I just went to this one window to look out to the yard, and there was a big white cow in my yard down by this tree, and it was just staring at me, and I just remember just seeing this cow in my yard, and then going back to bed, and then the next day I was like, telling my mom, I'm like, mom, there was a cow in the yard, and it broke my swing. So my brother had made me just, you know, like a, a rickety swing out of like a two by four and, you know, two big pieces of rope because he was cool like that. But I was just like, I just remember seeing this and telling her about it, that this this cow broke my swing. And she's like, no one has a cow. She's like, no, none of our neighbors have a cow. I was like, I don't know. And lo and behold, like we go outside, my swing was broken. What? <laughs> yes. And I was just like, what? Okay, there's no cows, but the swing broke. I, I don't know. She just told me that I, I used to do some strange things when I was little. Um, I just uh, I, I don't know. And then you me walk into a bookstore, I'd like go straight to all the, the witchy books and things like that. And I never bought one, but I'd always just beeline it to that and like look at tarot cards and things. I have a couple decks. I love him so much. It never steered me wrong, but uh, I don't know. I just, I can props to my mom <laughs> for letting yeah. me just be a weird kid. Yeah. You know, I had, we had a, we had a big palm tree in our front yard growing up and where the branches went all the way down to the ground so we can you could go underneath and that was kind of our little hut. And I went out there one morning and there was some man sleeping in there. And I went in and told my mom. Oh my goodness! I went in and told my mom, and she goes, "There's not a man under there. It's probably just the cat." And then she came out because I insisted, and it was the man, some homeless guy, and she told him to get lost, and he went across the street and slept on their lawn. But it just it just reminded me of that same thing of like this like mom, this thing is there, and then when you brought your mom actually out, look, it's the swing is broken. <laughs> yeah, like this happened. What in the world? That's crazy, though. Cause, like, I, I imagine if your mom was like, "It's you. You have an imaginary friend, don't you?" I feel like oh, there's a real man. He's a real boy, mom. He's real. 
But and my my mom even has just like a sixth sense to her too. So I don't know. I just don't know if maybe it was just like the place that I, I grew up on when I was little just had all the strangest vibes to it. A vortex of some sort. And just yeah, because like you'd be in one spot of the yard and it just felt like oh, wonderful, like positive, and then the bottom of the yard by that tree it was just like oh something's in there, like. Something's watching me. Yeah, weird. And, I don't know, just strange things. Strange things would happen on that property, which is really cool. And, like, I know the whole history, well, not the whole history of that property, but a long, long time ago, it was, like, a pheasant farm. And then um, after that, it was some person had built, you know, their house on the property, and they had an aquarium, like a little, little fish shop, and then that caught on fire and that burnt down. And then um, a married, a freshly married couple, newlywed couple built another house on the property and they maybe were together for two years after that and they split up. And then my mom and my dad got the property and it's just been a wild ride. (laughs) Where, where does Bigfoot fit in? To this, to this whole thing. Oh, so <laughs> this, okay, so that's where I was in Northern California. So um, we visited Willow Creek, and Willow Creek is where the first Bigfoot sightings were. So just being out there, it's like, because we weren't always, like, it was just like a passing through type deal for, like, sandwiches and a little, little uh, town and whatnot. And that, that town's literally, like... <laughs> hopping a skip and you're out of there. It's so tiny. But they have like a little museum for Bigfoot and everything's just Bigfoot oriented. Like there's a sandwich shop that they have the buns or the, you know, Bigfoot shape. It's in the shape of a big old foot. And it's just like, I guess, like the locals and stuff, just their, their stories are all over the place like there's some people who, are, who believe it so much that you know there's bigfoot's real and he's out there and these i don't know like don't don't get lost in the woods you know people saying could be bigfoot and um the silly thing is there's uh, actually like a horror movie called willow creek and it's pretty good it's like a b movie but it's pretty good and when the people went out to uh, film that movie, it's kind of like a documentary style where the guy's like with his girlfriend, he's like, oh, and here we are, and blah, 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 interviewing people. But when they filmed that, they apparently didn't let the townspeople know that it was for said horror movie. Uh-huh. So all the locals that got interviewed had no idea that they were being put in this movie. And basically... It comes down to it. So, me being me, when if and when we'd stop at this little bar there, <clears throat> if we if we had the time, because we were always working, forget it. <laughs> After I'd have like a couple drinks or two, I'd be like, "Have you guys ever seen the movie Willow Creek?" And other people would be like, "That's disrespectful. Who would who would do that? Who would who would do that to us?" I'm just like, "Oh, okay. I'm just gonna go." On the corner and sulk for right now. Thank you. I'm so sorry. Sorry about that. I know it. It's just it was pretty pretty interesting. So there's um in the movie they go to a bookstore, and the guy that runs the bookstore is he's he's a little creepy. He's got like his big old Coke bottle glasses and his his comb over hair that's a little too thin that he's just trying to, you know, save it for next rainy day i suppose he's all weird and just talking about like the the curse of bigfoot like you're always after something that you're never gonna find kind of like the the white buffalo saying like always something that you never have but it was like the curse of bigfoot I i forget exactly how he worded it or whatever but it's basically basically like the white the white buffalo like you're you're after something that you're never gonna find or Something of the sort like that, but 
that he looked so creepy in the movie. And then when I got to see him in real life, I was like, oh, oh, they weren't fabricating. This is a real, real guy. <laughs> so I just like to do that comparison was kind of cool because I just I love horror movies. I love all everything creepy and strange and suspenseful that's going to make you think or jump. <laughs> but just watching that movie and then. Being, being able to be in that town, I was just like, oh, man, I know all this stuff. <laughs> I'm like, I know where all this stuff is just from a poopy movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. But, yeah, but so just be, being in that little town, just, like, hearing, you know, like, little stories and things is just insanity. And then if you're familiar with uh, the Netflix documentary Murder Mountain, by chance. Yes. Yes. Okay, so we were really close to a bunch of those spots. <laughs> wow. When we were out there, so uh, it farming. was. I said it was. It was. So that was a wild ride. Like some of the the, the greenhouses were literally like half a football field long. And six in the morning, open those up. Six at night, shut them. And my boyfriend and I be on both sides, just wrapped. Wrapped in the rope that ties the tarp, and we'd have to <clears throat> book it at the same time, you know, to close it properly. And what about if so, it's like a little bit wet out there? It's so hard to pull those tarps. Well, with season, it wasn't bad. So <clears throat> it only rained. It only started to rain, gosh, closer to October when we were out there. So it really wasn't bad. I mean, like. And morning dew isn't isn't anything, but when it when it did start it to rain, we were already past having to do the greenhouses and stuff like that. Oh, so okay. it was just like dry and harvest or harvest drying at that point in time. So yeah, no, it wasn't bad. At least not for me. <laughs> it wasn't bad. My boyfriend, on the other hand, was like maintenance guy. Had to build things, fix things, like. <clears throat> He was in it for the beginning, like dug the, the trenches for the greenhouses and everything too. Ugh. Do you do you miss it? I do I do? Because um for a month and a half right, where we like just in the woods. So we had home base on a little farm, and then there was another spot that we had to go up the mountain. <laughs> And when we were up the mountain, we stayed up there for a month and a half just to fill in because, like, somebody left, somebody needed to fill in a spot, whatever. So we rallied my little Honda into the woods <laughs> and made it to the spot that we needed to be at and literally lived in, in the middle of the woods somewhere. Like, we just picked a spot for our tent <laughs> and... We uh, we were a couple miles apart from each little stop for uh, our like what, what we were working on. So there is like a pole building was like home base, and we called it the moon landing. <laughs> so we had our moon landing, and then there was just miles of different paths that we had to work on. So Chris and I were two miles, you know, one way, and home base was the other way. We had. <clears throat> Like a little ATV to ride around on, just to, to from point to point to point. But there is obviously other workers, so if we were out by our tent, we had to wait to get, you know, picked up at whatever time. So I was never always able to make it to my moon landing to go to the bathroom. So I had I had a really nice stump. I had a really nice stump that that I got really friendly with and. Buried some things around Intimate it. With. <laughs> Intimacy with yeah. the stump. Yeah, it was it was my stump. She was a good stump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that was that was that was fun. I would do that again and again and again and again. Like I camping, real camping. Yeah, it was great. And the the cool thing was, um, so when I left to go out there I also had a rabbit and nobody knew that I had this rabbit with me because the dog was already you know like okay she got a dog we don't know how you know how she's gonna be in a farm with everything going on because she was 
in like a city dog <clears throat> at that point in time. She was great, though. My dog was fine. But no one knew I had a rabbit. No one knew I had a rabbit. So his name was Babylon, and he was the coolest bunny ever. So he made the travel from Colorado all the way out. He lived in a tent with us. He would just, you know, bounce around, and he'd sleep on the dog. And, like, he was the dog's best friend, and he'd also ride her legs sometimes just to be like, I love you, <laughs> little bunny. Um, but the one day, or the one night, I should say, um, this big brown bear just comes down off the mountain and walks right next to our tent. And I'm just like, oh, my God, it's going to eat the bunny. It's going to she's coming in and my dog wasn't freaking out instead my dog was talking to it she's like i'm like sarah no i'm like bark at her bark at the bear don't talk to the bear can literally right past our tent and walk down to uh this other little campsite that this uh this guy was at his name was lars (laughs) so the whole time we're like screaming we're like lars Wake up, there's a bear. And he slept through it. Three nights in a, three nights in a row, this, this bear come down and just destroy his campsite. But she didn't stop. She didn't stop and bother me. And i never seen a rabbit in California, like Northern California. I've never seen a rabbit the whole time I was out there. So I was like, oh, oh man, something's going to eat him. Yeah. I was coming for him. But he never did. He was fine. He was great. I mean, he... He passed away out there, but he had a good little little bunny run. Natural causes. It's just, yeah, yeah, and it was just another weird incidents and incident. I don't know, uh, coincidence. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> my words. I um, so at one point, Chris and I had to travel <coughs> to North Carolina, so we had a wedding. And I wasn't missing my friend's wedding for the world. Her and I have been friends since we were four. So we got everything put together that we, you know, had to do all this crazy traveling, like go down to San Francisco to catch a flight to L.A. for a layover to get here to there. So the whole trip was another 15 hours to get out of Northern California to get down Everywhere that we were going to get to, to North Carolina. And at this point, I was like thinking to myself, I'm like, oh, man, what do we do with the bunny? Nobody knows that we have Babylon. Like, oh, crap. So we had already planned on telling like just one person that we made really good friends with uh, that we were camping with out there that, you know, like, oh, OK, like, could you watch the bunny? But we never got to that point because he, Babylon, just the one day, I just had this weird vibe. Like, he just looked at me funny. I was like, hmm. It was just, just a weird feeling. Yeah. And later that day when I came back to him, he, he was gone. And it wasn't that it was, like, too hot out that day because <clears throat> we used to make him, like, little huts and stuff. <laughs> like, little carrier cases that he was, he was fine. He had water. He was cooled down. Cause it got hot out there, right. so hot out there, and it was literally like four days before we had a, to start this other adventure to get to the wedding, and he passed away, and I was like, "He had buddy suicide." <laughs> uh, he couldn't believe you were gonna leave him. Yeah, I mean, like he didn't know. I didn't tell him. I didn't tell him or anything. But oh, he it knew. was just like one of those he weird knew. things. <laughs> But it was just like one of those weird things. I'm like, oh, we have this coming up. What are we going to do about this? And he was just like, well, I'm going to take myself out of the equation. See you guys. Yeah. He's just like, okay, bye. And I tried being a tough guy about it because, oh, God. Like I said, he's a great little boy. He's a great bunny. Most wonderful little bunny ever. And because he did, he did travels too. He went from Pennsylvania all the way, you know, to, to California too. But I was trying to be like a tough guy with my boyfriend because late at night we waited until everybody wanted to sleep to like bury the bunny. And I'm like, okay, we're going to do like 
little ritual. I'm going to dig a hole, say some nice things, and then, like, hope the dogs don't dig them up anytime soon. <laughs> uh, oh. I'm, like, trying to make so light of the moment. <laughs> when I was up there, and my boyfriend's, like, hurt. He's, like, it's okay. It's okay. You know? And then I, like, broke down. I'm, like, he was such a good rabbit. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's too bad. I'm sorry for your loss. It's okay. He's good. He's out there hopping all over the He's place somewhere. He's, He's probably like you. my little spirit animal. Yeah. Yeah. He's my spirit bunny. But um, it's just funny because I just try to be a tough guy. I'm like, Chris, I'll take care of this. I'm like, I'll, I'll clean him up. I'll get rid of everything. And as soon as soon as I went to like take him out of his his little house. He was smushy, and I freaked oh. out. I had, like, poked him. I was like, oh, God, I can't do it. <laughs> I'm like, I can't do this. <clears throat> so, uh, lo and behold, he never got buried. <laughs> we, uh, he got taken to the dump. <laughs> and I was just like, this is this the saddest bunny funeral ever. <laughs> so... He and like he, him and his his little homie and everything got like packaged up in a box and a garbage bag and like I like I said like nobody knew that we had him so I like nicely put him off to the side and the next day miraculously our boss was going to the dump and took all the garbage and I was like there he goes I was just like there there goes the bunny oh god I like. <laughs> So surprised that I, I never told anybody because at some point in time things eat away at me. I'm like, oh god, I just gotta. Guess what, guys? We had a rabbit. Nope, that never happens. <laughs> Best kept secret, nobody knew. Now Chris and I were like bummed out for a couple days, and they're like, oh, what's wrong, guys? I'm like, oh, it's just the day. It's the moon. It's just the moon. <laughs> With me, seventy percent water. It's the moon, guys. Time. That's. <laughs> uh, uh, that's funny and sad. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, my life is just full of, like, the most strangest events, and it's it's, it's crazy, like, ice cream fell off my, my cone, and I had to look at it just melt on, on the sidewalk, because I'm like, I'm not getting that back. Yeah. And it's past five seconds, I can't eat that. Yeah. Compared to, like, if I got hit by a car and lost my leg, I'm like, oh, I'm alive, everything's fine, I'm just going to hop it through life you know, we're skipping, hopping, everything's great, I'm alive, but I get more upset over, like, my ice cream, it's a bad day now, so it's like big things that happen, it's okay, I breeze by them, but I step my toe and I'll cry for, like, 45 minutes, and I'll be like, you should see that, the stupid corner, bit my toe, I hate it, so sad. <laughs> so, so what, what does the future hold? We're at the end of an era here. You've had all these crazy adventures. Yeah, so it's just gathering all the little things on my way. So Pennsylvania gave me the oomph to get out of here. I uh, The big thing that, like, it was a year and a half prior to me leaving, a really good friend of ours had passed away, and it just set in. I was like, oh, my gosh, like, life is short. I got to get going. Like, like I said, I woke up one day. And I had everything that I ever needed. I, I was living in a, a three-bedroom house. That It was my, my old house, actually, that my dad, years down the road, I was able to rent. I was like, oh, I got my house. So whatever. I was renting, and I just woke up, and I was like, I don't want to be here. I'm not happy. i got to go. So save me, made it to Denver. When I got to Denver, um... I put myself in massage school, so I was like, oh, I got to do something for myself, got to just something, and I did that, and I love it so much, like, the energy you were with people, like, just muscle, that was just being able to, like, because I'm really into Reiki, too, I'm only Reiki one, but I love it so much, like, I just, I love energy modalities and just healing people and ah, getting to know them in, in different ways. Like, I don't know, massage is great, too, because, like, people talk. People just ramble on for hours just as they do getting a tattoo. I love it so much. And even at the bar, like, 
I'm like the town's best secret keeper. I, I know so many stories and so many secrets, and it's just crazy. I should write a write a book of, you know, anonymous <laughs> secrets and things, <laughs> stories. You should. But, you should. like, just being able to do oh, – that is a really good idea. It's a really good idea, I guess. But just – being able to like pick that up and like put putting more energy like forth into like just positives and like being able to help people is is amazing. Like I love it. I love it so much, and I have huge hands, so it's like I got a I got a lot to fit in these hands, and it's oh, I loved it so much. So, and then being out in Colorado, I I battled myself too with just being alone. You know, like it was my friend and I, but two different separate lives. You know, like she's out doing things i was sitting at home or vice versa and also when i was out there my grandmother had passed away and before i even left colorado i took care of her like i i uh I bathed her helped feed her like she was able-bodied like she could she wasn't like all hooked up to a machine or anything that she could not help herself but my grandma was my rock like she she i grew up with my gram she had me when I was a little kid when my mom was in nursing school and stuff like that so anyway that was such a hard loss because I I made myself leave with being alive and then going out to Denver like just putting myself in school and then just going through all those emotions of just being depressed and mopey not wanting to move and oh I got myself through that though and I was I was alone, you know what I mean? Like it's like that not like mom was right there or can't you know, drive down the block to see like a mom or another close friend to be like, Guys, I'm having a bad day. It was all just sitting in my apartment, you know, going for a walk with my dog, just trying to clear my, my brain and find myself that way. And it was hard, but it got out of the funk. Totally beat the funk. <laughs> so that was like the Denver adventure of just like finding myself a little bit, figuring out like how to get through certain emotions and just enjoying the uh, the, the the city itself and the state. And, oh, Colorado was amazing, amazing. And then going out to California and then just working my butt off. Like I wouldn't bathe for over like a month at a time. Like I'd jump in the river, mind you. So I guess that was kind of clean, but there is times like one a month straight without bathing. Like I just, Oh, you go from like city living where, you know, it's easy to go get a bite to eat. And then you're like living in the woods where you got to make sure that you have a gallon of fresh water or else you're up the creek without a paddle. Right. It just, it's just everything like the, the whole adventure of just growing and like finding myself and, uh, the best panic attack of my life was in California. <laughs> and, like, I don't really take panic attacks or anything, but just after, it was after Babylon, you know, hopped away to Bunny Heaven, and we were getting ready to leave for this adventure to get to our friend's wedding, and I'm sitting on the bluff over the Trinity River, and, like, nothing was going on, nothing bad is happening, and I just sitting in the dark eating a sandwich <laughs> and it just all hit me i was like <gasps> i was like where am i how did wow like oh just like in my head and crying and not crying and just like looking at the stars because they just seemed like they were so close to me and then i swear i saw like blinking tiny like iridescent lights just around me and there is absolutely no fireflies out there. No, no, no fire fireflies, no lightning bugs. They are not in Northern California. So when my boyfriend came out, like, back out to the tent to where I was or the little bluff I was sitting on, he's like, what are you doing? And I looked at him and I go, fairies are real. I've seen them. I don't know what I'm doing with myself right now. Oh, my God, I'm not ready for this traveling business. <laughs> But he's like, you're okay. He's like, you're okay, Court. I was like, no, yes, yes, I'm fine. But my mom was right. <laughs> oh, and I'm like, fairies are real. Because I have no idea what, what those tiny little lights would have been. No clue. So 
Yeah, fairies are real. I believe it. <laughs> They're <laughs> out there. <laughs> and uh, I think that's I, like I think that's a good place to stop right now. Fairies are real. Yeah. <laughs> fairies are real. <laughs> yeah. No, but I'm like I could ramble on for even more. Like, like so, the end era. Like the bar is going out. I work at a, um my parents have a tattoo shop in town too so that was another big thing too like coming back here i was able to pick up another another apprenticeship and doing stuff like that and i already know how to i learned how to pierce and i was in denver too i'm just jumping all over the place but so i am working in a tattoo shop i'm a newbie artist i guess an apprentice i'm a year into it and i'm just going going from there gonna just keep on keeping on (laughs) right on Right on. It's always something new. Yeah. You just keep on rolling. Right. I just I'm a guy. I'm a guyver at, at a bunch of things. I'm like good at a lot and great at nothing. So <laughs> I can't just focus on one thing. That's it. That's all I want to do. I I just keep on building myself and learning new things. Cause why not? I don't want to stump myself. Just gotta keep on gaining. Keep that's, on going. That's good. When my rambling days are over And my gambling days are through When my rambling days are over And my gambling days are through If you tell me that you love me I'll be coming back to you 